We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, John Helton. Hey everybody, it's John Halpin. Welcome to the Thursday, October 26th edition of the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, joining me today is Tim Heaney. We're going to start previewing week eight. You know, Tim, back when we started doing these in August, isn't this the week that Ezekiel Elliott was going to return? <laughs> Supposedly, yeah. Uh, it was supposed to be a holiday. But uh, obviously the complications there have, uh, have really arisen. So Yeah, so Seek is going to play this week. We never know about the future. Um, if you drafted him now, all along you've been happy. Mm-hmm. But if the suspension, suspension comes down now, it's probably worse than it would have been the other way. I think so. Um, you, you would almost, you know, you always want to assume, but you figure you'd have a good chance to make the playoffs surviving the first eight weeks without him. Um, it's good to get yourself in position now for the playoffs either way, but I, if you haven't been planning for the suspension to be reinstated all this time, you're probably, you know, not going to be in the best spot when, uh, if and when the hammer does come down. All right. Um, do we need to talk baseball? I fell asleep in the ninth inning, so <laughs> you watched, I didn't. Well, I mean, you know, I think we're a little bit, you know, sadder talking baseball since last week, but, uh, you know. Good, good, good first two games so far, uh, rooting for the National League team for obvious reasons. So, Okay, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. But it's so funny. Everybody's getting on the Dave Roberts about the bullpen, about going to the bullpen so early. I mean, 
He had Kenley Jansen with a one-run lead in the ninth. It's usually pretty safe. I mean, (laughs) the Astros being the best lineup in baseball waking up these last couple of games, you know. Yeah. Happens. And and listen, everybody, Rich Hill was not going eight innings. Not, (laughs) not, not, not. Barely goes six. Yeah, so don't get mad. Rich Hill was mad. That was a nice little temper tantrum that Rich Mm -hmm. Hill when he got taken out. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's get back to football. Um, Check us out on Twitter. Tim's at Tim underscore he. I'm at jhoppin37. You can tweet us at Rotowire and get player updates at Rotowire NFL. You can find us on Facebook where we will have a – you do a Q&A Sunday at noon. Do you do one tonight too? Uh, John John McKechnie does one tonight at 6.30 Eastern. You know, he – he, he contributes his stuff. And Jake Latarski does his on on Tuesday at 5.30 next week. Right. So yeah, love that good schedule going. I, I'm happy to be doing this with those guys. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, all right. So we got six buys this week. Cardinals, Packers, Jags, Rams, Giants, Titans. We start the action Thursday night with Dolphins and Ravens. Jeremy Macklin's a maybe. Devontae Parker's a maybe. Um, so the Ravens, they're actually giving up. You know, you, you look at um, – Jay Ajayi with all his basically you look and you say volume wise he's he's about as safe as they get except for you know Le'Veon who gets 40 touches a game or whatever it is um Mm -hmm. but the Ravens are giving up on a per carry basis they're giving up a lot of yards yeah uh you know not a perfect defense anymore um I think I think they'll keep feeding Ajayi I think they realize you know the mistakes I hope um you know Matt Moore being quarterback almost opens things up more than Jay Cutler did so right I agree with you. So do you, do you buy into, after what we saw on Sunday, do you buy into the, a, a connection between Matt Moore and Kenny Stills? I think there's some merit to it. I mean, they've been there for a bit, right? It was it two seasons they've been there at least. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I could totally see it. Um, I do hope Devontae Parker comes back for their sake. Uh, you know, I believe he was questionable. You said, right. So, um, yeah. Uh, I, I believe that's some, some, but I, I think Stills will, will get like five or six targets, even with Parker active. I don't think he's going away because they still do some three wide sets a lot of the time. So that's not really anything that limits, um, you know, still snap count maybe, but it will complicate things in the target picture a little bit. I mean, Landry, Landry's still the safest of these three. So, um, so everybody just for, for context, for a little more detail, Ravens are giving up one forty one forty five point three rushing yards per game. Um, 4.4 mm-hmm. per carry. Um, are you at the point where you could start Alex Collins yet? <laughs> um he's impressing me more uh you know the fumbles don't see you know he's kind of corrected those it seems like a little bit uh and apparently he does irish dance um i don't know if you saw the feature on him i mean apparently i think he started last year but there was this feature on cbs where he was like you know helping a, a bullied kid because he does irish dance and i don't know collins might be uh you know the fleet footedness might have an actual source this time so <laughs> I, I did not see this one i gotta check that yeah. out yeah it's, yeah, Google it. It's, it's a pretty good special. You know, they show him doing it with the high stepping and everything. Maybe, maybe I guess that that transitions well to football. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I mean, remember when I asked if you could start him? It is about six teams on by. Right. I, mean, I have Collins at thirty fourth at running back, but um, uh, he's I, he's playable. Yeah, I think Allen's better though. Yeah. Um, just because you know, another one of those bad you know those defensive lines could be a bad mismatch for Baltimore. Screen passes, whatever. Allen, Allen, Allen will be involved. PPR, he's a better play, definitely. All right. Um, so. Vikings, Browns, nine thirty a.m. kick on Sunday. Don't forget they're in London. Stefan hmm. Diggs traveled with the team. It sounds like uh, I think Mike Zimmer said Wednesday that he's got a good chance. That was the, that was the the quote I saw. Um, nice to play, which is kind of nice. Miles um, Garrett in the concussion protocol, which is very very bad for the Browns. Uh, not, mm-hmm. not that things aren't bad for the Browns otherwise, but <laughs> I mean, I actually kind of thought they could make a game of this. It's right. weird because their defense is not bad, 
As long as the injuries are bad, I don't know what the defensive backfield looks like at the moment. But um, I, I kind of think they can make a game but without Garrett is a lot less chance of that. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he makes everything go, I would think. And uh, yeah, it, it seems like, you know, Jamar Taylor questionable, Jason McCourty questionable. Yeah, that, 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 some depth issues there and, and otherwise not many playmakers. So, uh, yeah, I, I think you got to give it a go for the, you know, the top Vikings guys, especially, you know, Rudolph, I think, should feast especially. Yeah, and um, that uh, – you know, with the with the defensive backs, I mean, you can get digs in. Thielen's still getting tons of targets. Right. Um, Latavius Murray, remember everybody, last three mm-hmm. weeks. I know last week was the big one, but last three games since Cook got hurt, 12 carries, 15 carries, 18 carries. This mm-hmm. And this would seem to be a game if you think the Vikings are going to win big. Like I said, I think the Browns could keep it close if Garrett plays, but if you think the Vikings are going to win big and score some points, Murray would seem to be a, a pretty logical beneficiary of that. Yeah, game flow seems to make sense for him. Uh, he's probably the better non PPR play. Uh, PPR, you still got to go with McKinnon, um, but yeah, I think I think I think this sets up well for Murray to kind of at least have those double digit uh, carries again. All right, um, and on the other side of the ball, there's just nothing happening. <laughs> who's who's playing quarterback now? Bernie Kosar, right? Or... <laughs> it's, your, it's your Notre Dame guy again. <laughs> I know, I know. I my my, my turnover happy Notre Dame guy. He's in. He's out. He's in. He's out. Uh, uh, hey, he's in again. Yeah. Kaiser's in. He's, he's no Brandon Wimbush, so. <laughs> You know. <laughs> um, Falcons Jets. Um, so it's funny. I, I was doing some my picks this week, and I looked and I went. I mean, it's the Falcons. They'll get back, right? Maybe. <laughs> what are we? What's going on? Is this going to happen here or not? I mean, we're we're, we're seven weeks in, and, and I'm, you know, I have said before my my biggest flaw as a fantasy player in football is that I can be stubborn because I've played baseball longer than football. In baseball, you can be stubborn and wait for the guys to turn things around. In football here, I mean, right. like, you know, we're seven weeks in, and the Falcons are not really doing a lot on offense. No, football's different. I mean, so many more factors go into to player performance. And I think, you know, as Mario Puig in his film review articles noted a couple times, you know, Steve Sarkeesian still thinks he's coaching in college. Uh, you know, the, the, he's treating Julio Jones almost like a decoy, uh, even though even though last week he got his touchdown finally. Yeah. Um, but that was, you know, garbage time, whatever. So still counts for fantasy. Um, but yeah, there's there's something really off about this whole setup right now. Um, you know, even Freeman and Coleman aren't really, you know, pushing to be the elite, the elite tandem that they have been. It's there's there's, there's, some, there's some mechanical stuff that I'm a little bit concerned about. Uh, I agree. Uh, I also I'm seeing people rank Tevin Coleman way too high this week. I mean, he's some, some weeks he's lucky to get 10 touches. You can't have him. As mm-hmm. a, even in a bye week, he can't be a top 20 running back. I don't think so. I, the workload just really doesn't justify it. I mean, I think the Jets are a pretty decent PPR defense to allow points for running backs. That's probably what bumps him up. But yeah, it's, you know, when he's struggling to get those double digits, you know, and when this offense is playing the way it is, I don't know. Top 30, Definitely. I don't know. Maybe I'm nitpicking, but I, I see the, the, the flex case every week for Coleman, even with these issues because he's so talented. But yeah, it, it, the floor is lower than it used to be. All right. On the other side, uh, I feel like we're forgetting about Matt Forte a little bit. Last two weeks, mm-hmm. 17 touches and 12 touches for Matt Forte. So we're yeah. we're back. Uh, I mean, to a point anyway. I mean, there's still a three-headed right. answer to a point. Maguire's kind of getting buried now that Forte and Powell are both healthy. But Forte's getting his. And, and while we might not think – the quality of those touches will be high in, in, a, in a week with six by guy teams. Volume matters. Yeah, I think so. Um, 
it's weird because, you know, Forte's probably been the worst pass blocker of the three this year. Right. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess that that means that's why Powell and, you know, to a lesser extent, McGuire is still sitting on those, you know, um, passing downs. But, yeah, I mean, as long as the Jets are competing, you know, still, they're going to go with the guy who's been there more before, I think. So, okay. yeah, it's it, I was still kind of maybe hang on to McGuire in deeper leagues. I don't know. Maybe your cutoff point's a little bit wary. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's looking like Forte's show with Powell as the PPR sprinkle. Right. Okay. Um, Panthers, Bucks. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure what's going to happen. I, another one who's getting ranked too. I mean, again, I hate to beat the Christian McCaffrey dead horse, but in, sta- mm-hmm. in standard, you I, even in a, in a week like this, I find it very difficult to start this guy. Yeah. Well, this week is, you know, his, his work, as you said, is never based on, you know, actual running back running. Uh, it, it's, you know, it's based on his usual, you know, going out for passes. I, I do think this is a great week against the secondary for a, everyone in Carolina, just about, you know, there's potential for everybody to succeed. I think Benjamin and Funches are going to be real matchup problems again. And, you know, then you figure Cam Newton on the road, you know, there, there may be, there may be some trap issues there, but I mean, this matchup is too juicy not to go with these guys. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I have them both top 24, the receiver. Yeah. Um, also in this game, uh, the Panthers hoping to get some players back. Um, they're hoping right. that Ryan Khalil can go and Trey Turner and, and, you know, the, the line. So it won't be a disaster again. Um, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, with guys getting hurt, like last week, who else? Kirk Coleman back. There's one other one that I should know since I live here and everything. Uh, he's on a concussion protocol, I think. Right. He's so still, as of oh, he's still, he's still in it. The coach said he's trending toward playing. Right. Even though it's, he has not been officially cleared. That makes sense. Okay. Um, Bucks side, uh, Deshaun Jackson is the is the maybe. Okay, I got one for you. After last week, <laughs> are you are, if you had still own OJ Howard, you mm. know before last week, which a lot of people didn't. Are you like, all right, here we go? Because I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm definitely not in DFS. You know, you ever chase that type of production the week after? Uh, I I don't know. Um, you know, you figure that. They would need him to block more last week against the Bills. Um, you know, Carolina maybe gives a little more need for him to stay in as well because that 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 offensive line matching up against this defensive line seems like a, a mismatch. Uh, I don't know, Carolina against tight ends. I mean, I, I don't think they're, they're the best matchup this this year. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean much, you know, overall if it, if Howard is going to be involved. But his touchdowns, I think, both came on broken coverage last week. So. I don't know. I think Carolina is a little bit less likely to give that up to to, to someone like him on, on broken stuff like that. Got it. Okay. And I still and Brate is still yeah. at the last three Brate the last three games targets nine eight nine. I mean, Jameis loves yeah. to that guy. Yeah, so. he does. I, I think this might be a Djax game again. I don't know. Might, maybe we'll switch back to that this time. Okay. <laughs> um, 49ers and Eagles. So I'm looking at this game. And I mean, the Eagles lost uh, their left tackle and one of their linebackers for the season. They played Monday night in a game, you know, a, a, a divisional game that was a pretty, you know, I mean, they had to be flying high, ha ha pun, Eagle, on <laughs> that one. I, mm-hmm. is, is there, I, I mean, the 49ers have lost, I, last <clears throat> week was different. All their road games so far actually have been very close. They, they Which is played, weird. They lost five, out of the seven games. They lost by 20 to Carolina early. They got blown out by the Cowboys last week. And the five games in the middle were all very close. I know the three road games are all within a field goal. I, I, mm. feel, I feel like I'm seeing a, 
letdown potential. I, I'm certainly not laying 13 <laughs> points with the Eagles here. Well, I mean, we, we said that last week too, with the trap game possibly with the Cowboys and that didn't work out so well. Um, I don't think they might get Ruben Foster back this week. That, that could show up the middle of that defense. Um, I think I said that last week too, and he didn't end up playing. Um, but that would still be a, a big addition. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, the Eagles, the Eagles seem to be even more precise than the Cowboys. Um, although maybe I shouldn't say precise because they have a lot of deep plays that have really worked in their favor this year. Mm-hmm. You know, Wentz has kind of extended some broken down plays and, you know, um, I don't know. Those, those quarterbacks are terrible though. I think I trust Wentz to overcome any notion of a trap game here. Uh, maybe defensively, who knows, but still, I don't know. CJ Beathard. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, maybe it's more, I don't know about a trap. It's just that it's, it, it, I, I wonder if it's just hard for the – not looking past these guys, but I wonder how hard after playing on Monday, how hard it would be for – and, and losing those guys, how hard it would be for the Eagles to get up. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean the Peters and Hicks injuries are pretty big. Uh, I will and say that. So short week. I know they're still home, but I don't know. That, that's why I'm just – I mean I think they'll win. I just don't think it's going to be – you know, I, I see things like, oh, the Eagles are going to win 35-7. to 7. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I, this, you know, this, this is mm. the NFL and things like this happened. And th- this, this seems to have the setup for a game that's a little closer than maybe we might think. I don't rule that out. I just, the, 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 ter- the trenches matchup with the, with the Niners on offense is pretty disgusting. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're right about the, the, the injuries. I mean, Peters, that could be an interesting one for the run game for sure. Uh, and Hicks was good, but I think they have enough depth at linebacker to survive. So, all right. Um, otherwise in here. I wonder if Smallwood's the type of guy who, in a bye week, mm-hmm. you could sneak in there. He had ten touches uh, last game. Mm-hmm. Coming back, I, so. I think so. Um, yeah, you know, the, the, like I said, the Peters injury. Maybe they 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 had to do a little bit more getting him in space, type of thing. And you know, the, the Clement Barner stuff is more of the third running back. I think now that he's back. So yeah, Smallwood's not a bad flex option for sure. All right, are, are we finally in Nelson Aguilar's camp here? Oh, I, I have been. Uh, I just I'm surprised Jeffrey didn't do anything with that matchup. Uh, that Josh Norman wasn't active last week. Um, yeah, I mean, Aguilar in the slot seems to be one of uh, one of Carson Wentz's first looks besides right. Zach Ertz. So, yeah, I like it. And they should give Matt Collins more playing time because that was a pretty uh, deep play last last week. Okay. Um, I'm checking out the Josh Norman status, by the way, right now. Yeah. Josh Norman. Well, we can get that for later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can um... – and I know we do it for later, but it just should be near. He returned. He's at practice this week, but he's looking uh, yeah. so far. Okay. Yeah. Um, just made me think about the Redskins. You're right. Right. Otherwise, right. in this game, Niners, uh, I mean, Carlos Hyde, if you have him, you're playing him. Garcon, if you have him, you're probably playing him. Mm-hmm. Everybody else. I'm not abandoning my pal, George Kittle. Yeah. Um, um, Marquise Goodwin had a nice busy week again. Yes. So th- th- there's, there's some depth, you know, deep passing there. I just don't know if, uh, if Beth is going to be able to do it consistently. So. I, have, I have Goodwin at 34th at wide receiver, which uh-huh. is not, you know, not buried, not unplayable. No. Right, exactly. Um, Bears and Saints. So the Saints hmm. are actually kind of good. Go figure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that, that defense is, is really underrated, man. I think people are finally starting to realize that. Um, however, they've been giving up almost five yards a carry on the ground. So True. Um, um, Jordan Howard owners probably should not fear. Uh, I mean, there's nothing else to speak of in the well, Bears' offense except Tariq Cohen, but he doesn't get the ball. Last week, what? He only had that right. one reception. Yeah, that, 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 that long-ass reception, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know they only they ran a, a limited number of plays, but he literally did not carry the ball. Right. 
So. Oh, that, that, that's the best way to use them, maybe, in a lot of cases. I, <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, you know, Dontrell Edmond is, is an interesting pickup. Probably not enough to, to make me go wow. Right. Um, and, and, you know, these, these cornerbacks just, you know, they've been playing awesome. Lattimore and Crowley, that's, people are going to start talking more about these guys. Yeah, the same, I mean, all, all the last few years of stocking up on the defense in the draft finally seems to be working a little bit. Um, yeah. Um, but, but, but Kendall Wright might be matching up with Kenny Vaccaro in the slot. That could be a sneaky little really, really deep league source of, of value there. I like that one. So. Okay. Um, other side of the ball. Uh, stop mm-hmm. asking us about – stop asking me about Willie Sneed. <laughs> Sorry, man. I, I know I, I called you at 3 a.m. last night. but <laughs> yeah, He was kind of good last year, but people say, you know, hey, could he be a – a wide receiver too. Like I, I wouldn't have ever thought he'd be a wide receiver too before he yeah. was. It was out for three weeks. Oh, uh, I mean, PPR you gotta kind of have to like him, but I don't know. Ted Ginn seems to be taking advantage of his absence. I think that's going to stick for a bit. He sure is. Ted Ted Ginn is absolute. Ted Ginn's a top thirty this week. I would say so. I'm not, I don't feel the best about any confidence in Ted Ginn, but I think he's he's earned it. Um, right. <laughs> you know, Colby Fleeter's a non-factor. Brandon Coleman just happens to only score touchdowns. Uh, you know, not much involvement otherwise. And I don't know, it's, it's just, you know, the usual crapshoot otherwise with the Saints, you know. Uh, I've got two running backs, two Saints running backs in my top 20. I have Kamara at 17. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah. he gets it enough. He's, he's double-digit touches in a week like this. Plus, as we as I keep saying, we keep saying he passes the eye test. Yeah. The, the Saints are finally doing the, the running attack that I've been worried about for like three years. Right. <laughs> for, Drew, for drafting Drew Brees. So. Yep. <laughs> um, Chargers, Pats. It, I, if this was a four o'clock game, I, I know, I know, I don't, it's not just narrative with the one o'clock kick for the West Coast teams. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really, I, I think the, char- I, I wish it was a later game, but I still think the Chargers can pull this off. I, I don't know if I would, I, I don't think I would give the points in this one right. for New England. Um, I, it, the Chargers, I mean, we talked about, you know, the, 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 the fun campaign of them possibly going the, the distance to going to the playoffs again. Um, that's a talented team. Great de- the defensive, you know, the cornerback plays great. The, you know, the Bosa Ingram pass rush is good. Uh, you know, just, it, it, I don't know. It's a lot to overcome. Right. But like, like you said, I, th- I think it's definitely going to be closer because the Chargers, you know, if, it, if they know nothing, it's, it's not, not playing close games, I guess. <laughs> are, are you confident enough? Again, context, blah, blah, blah. Right. Are you confident enough in Deion Lewis to say, I want to roll with him? This <sighs> well, the, um, by weeks, I have to in one week for buys and one week we start like four wide receivers and three running backs plus two flex. So he's, he yeah. plays there for sure. Um, those are the only place I have him. I think, uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to be always an RB two for sure. Cause you never know. This could be a Gillis game again. <laughs> the Chargers are, you know, pr- they're pretty weak against the run. If I'm not mistaken, you know, so that's, that's a, Gillis Lee's snap count was way down last yeah, week. Yeah, right? yeah, but 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 that was last week. I, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I see the logic for Lewis is probably the Lewis is the number one back right now. I will say that with White second, probably. Uh, yeah, I mean top flex for sure, Lewis. So I'll stick with that. Just, just, just for just for security. I have him twenty first at running back. All right, the, the, See, that's the uh, choice I had in a PPR league. Actually, it's it's a two running back, two receiver, and a flex. Mm-hmm. And my choice and, and my dilemma was Lewis and Javoris Allen, and I took Allen. I think that's right. Yeah. So it was close. I mean, I literally have them yeah. next to each other with Allen one slot ahead, uh, but it because right. it's a PPR and, and Lewis is not 
Even though he has that ability, he's not catching a bunch of passes. <laughs> I know. It's so – they just – they want to keep him, you know, between the tackles. I mean, I guess – I mean, Lewis's ball security, I guess, I guess is a little better than Gillespie's right now. So, right. I get it. Um, on the other side of this one, I mean, Melvin Gordon obviously playing. If you have him, same with Keaton Allen, same with it, – He's questionable, but I, I think he's going, right? Right. Gordon, That's, I would think, I yeah. so, yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, Keenan uh, – Rivers, do you want to play Rivers in this spot? I think I would. Um, in the stats, you know, so, I think I think the Falcons' shortcomings last week were more the Falcons' own than the Patriots actually improving that much. Even though there's the potential they could do better from forward, but I'm gonna, I'll, I'll bet on Rivers just for the volume that I'm think, I think I think's going to happen here. Okay. Um, let's see. Anybody else that, here? Um, the other receivers. I mean, no more Tyrell Williams. Uh, Hunter Henry's probably fine here. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, roll with your Pats, Pats receivers, even though even though those Chargers corners have been playing well. I, I think you have to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cooks, and Col- Cooks and Hogan, you have to do it. All right, everybody. Buying tickets can be complicated and confusing, but there's a better way to buy with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every game all season long. Whether you're planning a day out with friends, searching for a last minute deal, or buying a gift for a loved one, SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. Nothing beats being there in person for the biggest plays of the year, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. I've got the SeatGeek app on my phone. It's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats. Tim's actually going to use it. Can you use SeatGeek for Arizona Fall League? Can you, can you do it? I, I've done it before. Um, you, you know, and you know, I just stayed an extra day on Sunday for the, you know, for, for the, for the baseball HQ trip, uh, every weekend in that November weekend. I mean, yeah, I just got, you know, download the, the tickets to the, I think it was out of the Cubs game, which is, I love going to Mesa. It's like, it's a fun park to go to down there. Cause it's got the Wrigley field accents. So I might try to go there if I stay a little bit on Sunday. So, uh, we'll see. Yes. Yeah, so Tim, Tim's going to first pitch Arizona fantasy baseball, um, next I am, Thursday. Yep. Uh, yep. that's where he and I met and I, I've only been there once. I would, I, it's every year I'd love to go and it just doesn't, you know, football doesn't help. You um, got to come back. And, and so the, <laughs> I great. remember that we were down there, you know, the first couple of days we went to games and, you know, we're in Phoenix and you know, all right, Oh, we're going over here and it's 15 minutes here and 15 minutes there. And then we went mm-hmm. to that all-star game, which was in surprise. Um, yeah. Like, Wait, are we going to the grand Canyon? What's yeah. going on? <laughs> Thanks. Thankfully it's in the Salt River field, Scottsdale, Scottsdale now. So you can go out afterwards and have fun and stuff like that. Scottsdale is actually not a bad place to party. So I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get to Scottsdale while I was there. I don't know why. I think it was like a party yeah. night in Derrickson's room uh, or something. Yeah. You know, funny story. Yeah. That, was, that was when I met everybody. And, and during the day, the first day, they're like, do you play poker? I'm like, well, I mean, you know, I play with poker. I'm sure I can play poker. I walk in and they've got the World Series of Poker on the radio. I'm like, all right, I'm in a weird place here. <laughs> like, well, what's going on? Well, they, they, they real, the Sharks reeled you in, I guess. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a ba- bad loss because I got lucky cards. But, you know, yeah, yeah well, I, I was clearly overmatched. When I get in there, no, it, it, it's a, it's a awakening experience playing poker with Jeff for sure. <laughs> I, I, I I'm usually a donkey, so you know. It was Jeff, <laughs> Joe Sheehan, Jason Gray, like all those guys. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is not you know this this is not my level of poker. There's a lot of brain power in that room. Uh, that's true. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, um, so you can use the CD app on your phone. 
And it's by far, like I said, easiest way to shop for tickets. Few taps, you got what you need. SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And to get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek creates every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats to fit your budget. It doesn't end with sports. SeatGeek also has plenty of concert, comedy, and theater tickets available too. And best of all, new users get $20 off their first purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app, enter promo code ROTONFL today. That's promo code ROTONFL for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. See it live with SeatGeek, right seat, right now. Right from your phone. Thanks, Seeky. All right, Raiders Bills. So the Raiders going to come back to earth this week? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, riding high off the division win, I guess, you know, it was a good good matchup for the passing game to work and Amari Cooper. I, you know, not to be humble, but I did say this, might, that might have been the Cooper breakout and I'm dusting off my shoulder right now for my one victory on the year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. This, it's a tough one. I mean, the Bills, you know, they have some playmakers there. Um, but, you know, this is, it's an offense where you can, you know, rely on kind of after-the-catch stuff. So I think that could really help them. Um, might be Michael Crabtree instead of Cooper this week, though, because he might have the more favorite, favorable matchup with Sharice Wright. So. Okay. Um, which Raider running back Ugh. would you rather play? Um, is there, like, a pass option? Uh, <laughs> I, I think Rashard, just because he's a better playmaker. I think Washington, Washington will luck into a touchdown, if nothing else, you know, the goal line-ish type guy. But then, you know, Elijah Hood is probably going to be active, and he's got some size to him. So, yeah, I think I think go Rashard because he's the more unique of the three. He does the, the, the singular, you know, reception skills kind of separate him a little bit. Uh, Elijah Hood from Charlotte Catholic High School. Little shout there out you to go. the local down here. Yep. There you go. Um, all right. Other side of that one. Okay. So deep sleeper wide receiver, Deontay Thompson. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's, there's so many factors of this Bill's passing game. I mean, you know, when you have Matthews who another week healed from his hand, maybe he steps up a little bit more. You know, if Zay Jones can only catch targets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you never know there. Andre Holmes always half kind of, of them, Zay Jones. Yeah. I thought it was less than that. Maybe maybe it's catchable ones less than I, half. I mean, if he only caught half of them, he'd be fine. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then you have Andre Holmes sneaks in here and there for a big play. I don't know. Um, t- but it is cool to see Thompson happy to play for a real quarterback or a real passing attack, I should say. Right. Um, yeah, he was four for 107 on four targets yep. last week. I mean, someone's mm-hmm. got to catch the ball there. We think. But who, didn't they play the Bucks last week? Uh, they did. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Colts Bengals certainly looks to be a blowout. Certainly looks to be a week if you're ever going to play Andy Dalton. Um, this yep. would be it. If you, if you have him, this is why you have him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> will Mixon, do you think Mixon's going to get loaded up after his <sighs> bitching and moaning last week? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, for for the whining, you know, it shouldn't be rewarded. Now, with Marvin Lewis, I think Marvin Lewis will be dumb enough not to reward it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I still we, we still like him as a, you know on the field. We still like his matchup for sure. It's just Gio Bernard kind of kind of remains in the picture for me. I don't know. Um, makes it's probably a, a, maybe a high two this week though with all the buys anyway. So oh, I've got him. Know. Let's see. Do I have him as a high two or a low one? I've got him at eleven. All right. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that, that's with a little bit of faith that, you know, he will do something. And I think matchup base, he might only have to do things on 15 touches. So, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Other side of that one, uh, T Y Hilton, please, uh, (laughs) please come back. Andrew Luck. Mm -hmm. Just the brutal with the T Y Hilton thing. Jack Doyle is still getting tons of, I mean, all Mm -hmm. the volume he can handle. Yeah. 
I just wish Dante Moncrief could get more involved somehow. He's, you know, got a lot of talent there. They, they found him on a couple of big plays this year and just don't seem to have the connection, I guess. And, you know, and without Andrew Luck, it's not going to happen. But I don't know. I'm, I'm hanging out of Moncrief in a keeper league yep. for obvious reasons. But, you know, not not the most excited to play him every week. Are you, are you stashing Marlon Mack anywhere? Uh, yeah, I'm stashing a few places. Uh, this, this might be a, a, a Mack before Gore type of game. Okay. Uh, so I, I, I could probably, pl- I would play Mac over Gore this week for sure. Okay. That's interesting. Um, because in a bye week you probably want to, you know, again, one of them's playable. So, right. Texans Seahawks. I am not fading Deshaun Watson. Like other people seem to be here. Yeah. I, he's a type that can overcome this type of matchup. Uh, you know, cause he, you know, makes, makes things happen with his legs and stuff. So that could add to things. I don't know. I, I think he's a top 12, maybe lower end of that. Right. I don't know where you have him ranked, but that's about, you know, you can't just go all little five touchdowns again automatically or three touchdowns even, but two passing and one rushing, you know, that's within reach, I think. Or I mean, one I, and two, one I, and two rushing. One and one is fine. Right. Exactly. You know, that makes him okay. Uh, I have him seventh actually. So mm. Just because he, I mean, the running, it, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. He, he does, he, he sort of defies the traditional matchup stuff because of the way he plays mm. i think it's more of a miller foreman game though i really do just because the seahawks have been weaker against the run this year okay. a little bit so hopkins but, what do you do i mean it, it's one of those weird weeks if you own hopkins because you sort of you, you can't bench the guy <sighs> yeah hopkins is just about matchup proof and i think if he lines up away from sherman that that would help him it might be fuller and sherman this week so okay Any I, would th- I, would, I would think they move around hopkins more if right. they can so any interest in a Seahawks running back? I mean, the Seahawks backfield, even in a week like this, do you just say pass? Uh, yeah, oh, like God. You about the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, our CJ Procise love, you know, I ended up cutting him in one league this week. I felt oh. I almost I cried a bit. I shed a tear. Right. I, I need I need to buy by week guys. And I didn't think he was going to be the guy. So wide receiver, I need a replacement. So, yeah, oh, God, I, I hate it. Um, so I'm still hanging out for precise the long term, but I, I want to play any of these guys. Even though Houston's defense without Watt could be gettable, but I think it's going to be more Wilson and, and everyone this week on the passing game. Okay. Uh, Cowboys, Redskins. Um, mm. Josh Norman, we don't know yet. This would seem to be a shootout. One would think. Um, but, you know, the Redskins' offensive line injuries might come into play here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that could be That could be something bad. Um, was it Scherf and Williams, I believe, or Scherf, I don't know about yeah. that. Yeah. It was, it was one of the other ones. Hang on. I'm looking. Okay. Uh, so, Scherf and, so while yeah. you look, um, I mean, mm-hmm. Rob Kelly came back last week, but Chris Thompson seems to be the man here. Mm-hmm. Um, other, well, otherwise the, the weird thing, the, the big one with the Redskins now, Terrell Pryor is not, is not just unproductive anymore. He's actually kind of getting buried. Yep, Josh Doxson is uh, is shoving him out of the way. I think. Yeah, this is bad. for sure. This is. I mean, you yeah. you can't play Terrell Pryor. Like in the last few weeks, you can say, you know, I, we I think we probably talked last Thursday. I don't know. <sighs> I I don't have the recording handy, but I, we kind of looked and went. I don't know. Pryor's shaky and he's not playing enough. But this week, you this week it's more of a absolutely not. <laughs> you can't do <it>. <sighs> the Cowboys, though. <laughs> I know. I, <sighs> but if he's on the field for half the snaps, it doesn't work. I know. I know. And. um you know, yeah, Doxon is making more plays. Uh, this offense seems to fit him better. So, okay. Um, otherwise, let's see. So, would you play? The thing is, would you want to play Doxon though? Because the thing is, he's not. 
clearly the guy. He's just more of the guy than he was. I think Dotson in non-PPR is looking better because he has that red zone presence about him and the big play ability about him. And it's a good week. The Cowboys probably are vulnerable to that. Uh, yeah, I, I, he's a he's a low three for me or a mid three maybe for a bye week like this. I've got, let's see, I've got Dotson at, I've got him at 38th and Pryor yeah. at 46th, so I'm not okay. going there. And Crowder, I don't know what to do with either. I thought last week was going to be it for him, his his big comeback. But Reed ended up getting a lot of those, and you know the the the, the catch up mode. So yeah. and and and, and yeah. look, if Reed's healthy and Cousins is thrown to him, that's that's option one. Oh, for sure, so, absolutely. Um, yeah. All right. So Thompson's. Got, I mean, the Cowboys. It's all the usual suspects there. So you know, I mean, you're playing everybody. Mm-hmm. If, who who would you actually? I have a question for you. Yeah, go. Now it's not anyone's choice, most likely. Uh huh. Would you play Dak or Cousins if you had the choice? Oh God, <laughs> um, Norman's status would, would affect that for me. If, if Norman plays, I think I gotta go with Cousins. If if not Norman, I'd probably go with Dak. To be honest, right. I've had Dak ahead. I, I, you know the running ability factors in here. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Steelers Lions. Not mm. a shootout here. No, I don't think so. I'm, I'm not afraid of Ben on the road as much. I don't love. I don't hate him. I don't love him. He's just kind of. Where do I have him? Uh, 16th, so is what it is. Mm. Um, I mean, you're playing your two usual steals. People are asking me about Juju, and I don't want anything to do with that this week. <laughs> His Twitter's funny, if nothing else. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, there's, some, there's some truth to that, but then they, they put Eli Rogers on the field a lot, too. Right. And, you know, Martavis, you know, being benched or whatever. You know, they, they, the, man, if they don't trade him, they're kind of wasting something a little bit. They, they, could, they could probably use improvement in some areas. Right. I don't know. It's it's weird. I mean, at this point, you can plug in anybody for him in the grand scheme. Like, let him go be someone else's headache, I think. Right, exactly. Um, interesting one about the Lions. I know the Steeler defense is good. Mm-hmm. Um, Golden Tate's out, right? Right. Um, Marvin Jones was a busy man the last game yes. he played before the bye, everybody. Yes, he was. Yep. So, Marvin Jones, let's just check the numbers real quick. Um 11 targets, six for 96, and a touchdown at New Orleans. Now, that was a catch-up game, remember. They were getting the crap kicked out of them. <laughs> the definition of a catch-up game. <laughs> yeah, but Marvin Jones was, you know, Mar- Marvin Jones is playable again. I for sure. I'm going with this. Third wide receiver, at least, yeah. Yeah, I have Marvin Jones at 24. Look at that. Yeah. So, we're, we're, we're in sync with these too much, I think. Right. <laughs> we, we agree too much, yeah. <laughs> um, actually, Marvin Jones, the guys I have him directly ahead of are T.Y., Kenny Stills, and Ted Ginn. Yeah, it's about right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, the Kenny Galladay love, people are like saying, oh, he's finally back in. I'm like, eh, they, they like Aberderis. They like T.J. Jones too much. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't trust Kenny Galladay to get more than four targets in this game. Right, and and if one may happen to be a deep play that connects, right? I guess, I guess so. All right, Broncos Chiefs is the last one. Um, yeah, the the Broncos offense is a dumpster fire at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's it's really bad. Um, with with Demarius Thomas, look, I know the Chiefs are, are beatable through the air as we saw last week, mm-hmm. but Trevor Simeon only has one option. So, <laughs> so, so what gives here? Uh, Benny Fowler is not a bad dice roll. Um, I don't know. It's, you know, that the tight ends, you can't pick one for fantasy ever. Right. Um, I, I, as much as I like Derby and, you know, Jake Butt might be coming back. So that's, throws another wrench into that. Yeah. Demarius, you know, he might get the targets, but they might not, it's probably gonna be like 50% connecting if nothing else with, with, with Peters. 
Get Devontae Booker more involved in the passing game. Mm. Forget Charles. I, I like the way Booker moves, man, after the catch. Yeah, like I mean, last year, I thought last year we thought that was going to happen and it just didn't. Yeah, I don't know. Charles, I mean, Charles looks okay, but I don't know. There doesn't seem to be as much game-breaking ability as usual. Um, I don't C- know. CJ Anderson owners are looking at a 4.7 yards per carry lot. Yes. Should they be excited? Yes, I think so. Um, yeah, Anderson's a strong two, I think, this week. They, they Last week, they threatened to get Jamal Charles more involved, and they kind of didn't. Right. I mean, do you think they – are you if you own C.J. Anderson, are, are you afraid of that this week, or are you kind of like, yeah, I'm not buying it? <laughs> the Jamal Charles revenge game narrative too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I still think Anderson is the better pace back. Um, I, I think they can – you know, people might be sacking the box though because of the lack of receiving targets. I don't know. The, the Chiefs' second level, it might not matter. So if you can get past that initial good, you know, defensive line and pass rush, I think you can have success running against them as, as many teams have had. So I think, no, I, I'd start Anderson either way. I think, I think it's a game where they'd want to keep Smith and Hill and, and hunt off the field more so. Okay. And what, what about Hill? Is, is this, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, as good as he's been, this is always the nightmare matchup for a wide receiver. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like if, if like, if Tlaib is, is matching up with him, I think he might be able to use his speed to get around him a little bit better. I know it's tough because Tlaib is great, but, you know, it's a physical matchup that could favor Hill because of his speed. If he's in the slot, I think Harris could take him. I don't know. Uh, it's, it definitely depends how they use him. I think I'd still play Hill uh, just because, I don't know, that there's enough here. I think Kelsey's a strong, strong start either way. Um, tight end-wise, Broncos have given up a little bit of points against them, but I, I can't bench Hill, especially on a, sh- a week with so few options like this one, you know? So if you have... If, if you've been riding the Alex Smith wave, are you fading him this week in season one? Uh, relative. I think he's like a top seven quarterback, maybe. Right. I, I still think he's in that range because um, the, 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 the Chiefs don't have creative things like, you know, they can go to D'Anthony Thomas here and there. And, you know, if, if Demarcus Robinson actually shows up to be something, maybe they can get him in, involved somehow. Um, you know, hunting the passing game is going to help, too. So, right. OK, you know. All right. That's it. It was, an, it was an expedited version of the podcast today, I think. Yeah, even with some baseball tangents. Baseball. <laughs> they weren't extended. But you see, if it was the Yankees, it would have been 10 minutes longer for us. Right. We would have made people hate us if that were the case. If, if they don't already hate us just for being Yankees fans, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, every listeners to our podcast get a free 10-day Rotowire trial at rotowire.com slash pod. No credit card needed. That lets you check out nearly all the features on the site. Go try it now, rotowire.com slash pod. What else are you up to other than your, uh, your, your noon Eastern facebook live chat on sunday uh it's actually balancing the baseball prep for that event i keep, keep, keep going back to that but it's been you know nice you know time of year november you don't expect to be juggling baseball but you know starting rankings and stuff like that um definitely in, you know, invades with football territory um you know just doing the social media stuff just you know sharing a lot of things uh i was just on the fantasy network with uh, gary and thorne yesterday on his uh, youtube show great show the rotation by the way if you guys check that out um, I shared the YouTube link on my Twitter. If you want to check that out and watch a little bit, a little bit of week eight sleeper type stuff. Um, you know, a couple of the things, uh, yeah, I got my new Orleans ESPN, new Orleans radio show this afternoon at three 30 Eastern. Uh, you can fire away questions there for me. Uh, and you, if you want to call in, there's a number on the website. So yeah, just mixing baseball with football, mixing baseball seems to get earlier every year. Fa- <laughs> favorite 2018 baseball sleeper. Oh, I'm not even that far yet. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, Raul Montesi Jr. looks pretty good right now. Interesting. All right. I'm scribbling that down. 
Stolen bases, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> pile up, pile up. <laughs> All right, everybody, uh, keep the reviews and ratings coming for this podcast. We really appreciate them. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Our next episode is going to be coming on Friday. It'll be in the afternoon. Derek Van Riper and I will wrap up all the news, injury report, all that stuff, and we will talk about uh, tonight's Ravens-Dolphins game. I hope it's worth talking about. It doesn't sound like uh, but I hope it's worth it. Well, <laughs> maybe Miami will break through. That'll be the fun part. Matt Moore. It'll be Matt Moore's day. Hey, one of the best backup QBs in the league. People got to stop dogging him. I agree 100%. All right, that's all for today. For Tim Heaney, I'm John Halpin. See you next time.